Welcome back. It's Michael Patrick Shields, radio stations across the state of Michigan, worldwide at mibigshow.com. You've been listening to some of the analysis. You've been hearing some of the audio all morning long. Yesterday's second debate, Tudor Dixon and Gretchen Whitmer and the former governor, John Engler, is on our AT&T line right now. I appreciate the time that you're spending with me this morning. It's great to hear your voice again after decades of talking to you. <laughs> Top of the morning, Michael. How are ah, you? Thanks for the Irish shout out there, too. Um, the the w- conventional wisdom, although we haven't really heard much about it, is that you have been prepping Tudor Dixon for these debates. Uh, is that true? No, well, not really. I mean, she's I've helped a little bit, but uh, obviously some historic experience and uh, familiarity with a lot of the different Michigan issues. But I will say that Tudor Dixon is very much a, a quick study and has uh, impressed me. I didn't know Tudor before the primary election, but having become acquainted with her, she is a superb candidate and I think is going to make a great governor. She is very, very smart. I think uh, I said if everyone in Michigan could watch these debates, would sit down and watch them, either one or both, uh, you'd see the difference. And I think uh, it would very much help Tudor. She has closed this race up to where it's really a dead heat now. And I think uh, I saw a thing in the Detroit News that Nolan Finley wrote and basically said, you know, Tudor presented a fresh voice and a comfortable alternative. And I think more than comfortable that an alternative that is probably much more in line with what all the people in the state are in terms of, uh, you know, getting back to business, the common sense approach versus some of the nonsense that we've been dealing with. The, we spoke with John Truscott and others who are sort of comparing this to your victory against Jim Blanchard. Do, do you sense those similarities as well? I yes, in the sense that uh, that in both cases we started out and there wasn't. I used to laugh that I I was able to unite everybody because everybody was convinced that I couldn't win. So there we go. But I think what happened in this race is that uh, there was such an incumbency advantage with money that had been raised, uh, national money. Uh, Governor Whitmer had been raising money in California, New York, all over the country, and uh, she had a war chest that was unbelievable. But they spent a lot of it early, and uh, they attacked Tudor Dixon. I think some of those ads have later, later been shown to be a little uh, less than completely candid. And uh, Tudor, as she has been able to raise some of her own money, not nearly as much, but has been getting out on the air. Her campaign since August has been focused on trying to do that, and uh, it's just the tortoise and the hare here. And she has just you know crept up, crept up, crept up, and now we got a dead heat. And I will say she's actually in a little better position probably than I was in 90. Uh, the electorate's different because there's such passion today. And, and I think coming, Michael, off of the pandemic, uh, you know, people had a chance to see 50 different approaches in 50 different states. And uh, there's a lot of things that happened in Michigan that, frankly, didn't work out very well. The test scores at the top of that list show how poorly the education system has been handled and how poor the results are. We're, as, as Tudor said last night, uh, in response to the governor saying she wanted us to be top 10, she said we're in the bottom 10, and that's true. Fourth grade reading scores collapsed in the state. Uh, the vast majority of students in urban districts like Detroit are way below basic, and basic is not where you want to be. You want to be proficient in reading. So Tudor, I, I think, scored points and has impressed people with her intelligence and her preparedness. And so I'm uh, I'm very interested, very excited. Two weeks from today, I think we're going to be waking up with a new governor in Michigan. 
If we are, Governor John Engler, uh, there are people who will ask, how can that lady, that outsider with no political experience, form a government and lead a state? What will happen? How will that work? Well, I think the, the key thing that she brings is a really intuitive and strong sense of what are the kind of men and women I need to surround myself that can do this job? Because uh, we've had kind of a revolving door. We've had health department directors come and go. We've had other agency heads come and go. I think Tudor will, uh, coming as she does, she's, she's talked about, you know, this election is sort of the job evaluation of the governor, but she's also made it clear that people who work for you have to have their own job evaluation. And I was always proud that we went through 12 years, uh, two chiefs of staff, you know, one general counsel, a very uh, strong, stable uh, cadre of people who were part of the administration. I think Tudor can recruit uh, men and women to come into government. I think there's a lot of people realize that we've got a big job to do. And so I, I'm, I'm very optimistic. The talent is there in Michigan. Uh, it, we just need to bring it into government. And one of the I would, if I had a critique, I would say about Governor Whitmer that that she's had to rely on a number of people whose only experience has been in government, and as a result, uh, you know, if you want to get the same thing, just hire the people who've been doing the same thing. And I think Tudor will change it up. And uh, I can't imagine she'd have somebody running an unemployment system that would, you know, lose eight billion dollars in fraud, hmm. for example. Governor John Engler, you live deep in the heart of Texas now, I think. Are you going to the World Series? No, I'm, uh, that's that's like a, it's over Houston, obviously, but uh, I'm, uh, Michelle and I are in San Antonio, that's her hometown, uh, and I tell people, it, it gives me kind of a perspective being down here with her, that I've still got four sisters, two brothers in Michigan, and uh, uh I'm still a Tigers fan, long-suffering Tigers fan, even longer-suffering Lions fan, uh, suffering smart I just suffer uh, when it comes to sports. You know? It's not good. Uh, but um, I, I talked to Coach Izzo. They had a good scrimmage in Tennessee. I'm, I'm hopeful. Tough season. Hopeful for Mel on Saturday. But, uh, you know, I, I just I just stick in there. I'm, I'm loyal and <laughs> passionate, but... Uh, Wow. Mm. It's hard. It's hard to be a Spartan, but if it were easy, you know, then more people could be Spartans. So that's, <laughs> that's just the way it works. But uh, anyway, I, I, yeah. I am well, uh, ready, Michael, for, for, for change in lots of ways. I, you know, I said, yeah, Michelle didn't think this was too, you know, but I said, you know, the fans, we, for years, I mean, there's been all this grumbling about the Lions and the performances, you know. <laughs> well, Tudor Dixon's performance yesterday was spot 